0: Welcome back to Gilme Talks. This is Gilmy again. Sorry about the voice being a little raspy off the off the top, but it is what it is. I gotta push it, push it through. Had my coffee, had my tea. It's just a little bit uh a little bit off off to what are they? But besides that, I have an amazing guest on the show this week. I have Anthony Kingdom James. He's an artist, a writer, a wrestler, a promoter, a Patreon guy, Patreon user, which I absolutely love his Patreon. Ever since I signed up, it's fantastic. And I just want to tell you guys, thanks for well, well, thanks for coming back, guys. Because without a show, without you guys, why am I even even putting out a well, a podcast? But I want to say to you guys, thank you. For anyone who's checked out the merch store, who's been who's been uh, buying that stuff, I want to just say thank you very, very much. I'm surprised people are actually buying it, um, because that's just me, and I doubt everything I possibly do. <laughs> I hope everyone's having a wonderful day in the quarantine land right now. Uh, as of today, Ontario is back in the red. I know London is, but... We're back in the red, what that means, I'm not 100% sure on it, but go look that stuff up because A, I'm colorblind, and B, my wife tells me all, all, all this stuff, she takes takes great great care of me. What's been going on with me this week? Um, been doing a bunch of unboxing on the Facebook page with a little, little Gomi there, having a ton of fun with that, go check that out. Check out the launch cart store. I got all, all my merch up there. I I think it's yeah pretty cool. I just got the samples in. They are amazing. Absolutely love it. And yeah, I'll be wearing wearing my Gilme Talks hat and my mug on the on the lives because why not? And what else is going on? Um yeah, nothing really. I'm just working a lot, working a lot of overtime, pretty much daily, daily right now. It's the the busy season at work is starting, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm trying to trying to keep busy. Uh screwed up as a husband on Saturday. Uh, I worked overtime and we had to cancel date night, so I gotta we re- make that make that up to you, to you, Catherine, this week and. I think I got uh, something planned, which I will tell you guys in a drive and talk or a walk and talk late or later, because it is beautiful lately. The weather is op- absolutely beautiful. I'm loving it. Luna's Luna's loving all the extra walks she's getting. She's getting two to three walks a day right now, because taking her out in the morning, taking her out in the evening, sometime, sometimes even the afternoon on my days off, getting out, getting those steps in. Uh, my neighborhood cannabis store is now open. I uh, just noticed that this week. So that's kind of cool. It's right beside uh, Little Caesar's Pizza. <laughs> I think that was some great, great planning there. Um, what else is going on? What else is going on? Nothing really. Dude. Yeah, that's about it. That's new, new with me. Bats in the Belfry Art has been doing amazing stuff over there. Go check her out. She's doing painted shirts right right now. I saw her latest one. I don't want to drop drop the ball. Go check out her social medias and website because I don't think the person has received it yet, but it is amazing what she is doing over on on that site. Uh, what else? This is Brendan Patreon just dropped another new another new podcast, which is very cool. Love seeing that. And I just want to say, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. And I'll talk to you on the back app. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? My name is Gilmy, as you already know, and I have a fantastic guest on the line. I have the one and only Anthony Kingdom James. I'll be perfectly honest, guys. I've been wanting to get this guy on the podcast for about two, two years. I have been an avid listener of the Handsome Genius Club podcast since she has started it. And I I just love his, his show so, so much. Go check that out, guys. And he's also a wrestling promoter, an author, uh, a fantastic artist, and a whole lot more. Hey, how's, it, how's the day going, man? Not too bad. Not too bad. How are you, sir? I'm doing okay. I had the day off, so... Uh, my back doesn't hurt, so that's nice. It's a wonderful <laughs> day. Uh, I'm normally lifting uh, tires all day, so yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, wow. uh, day off's nice. Better you than me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> first, my first question I got to ask, how is the cat doing? Uh, she is fine.
1: I'm sure that if I talk for a few more minutes, she'll come over to investigate. She's <laughs> As far as I know, hold on, let's see. Uh, yeah she's asleep on her chair underneath the dining room table so uh oh, so the longer the longer she's content with that rather than uh circling me like a shark and digging claws into my leg to get some attention uh, yeah. that's that, that's fine
0: i'm just just gonna let you know mine my cat is 17 years old okay and there's a reason the door is closed <laughs> uh, okay uh well chloe is uh, chloe will be two in june
1: oh, and wow. uh yeah the uh the more comfortable she gets being here uh the more often she is willing to uh smack me to get attention <laughs> if i'm or or if i'm uh if i'm idly scratching her she will take a swat at me to let me know that uh, either she's done or oh shit, here she comes.
0: <laughs>
1: Hi, how are you?
0: Uh,
1: okay, all right. She just woke up, so she's gonna be she's gonna be temporarily befuddled,
0: and then she'll come <laughs> over and start start whacking at me. I don't hey. know why why, but I I just love dogs, cats, and yeah. And I'm an I'm I'm an animal guy. I can't walk past a dog without petting it on the on the, on the street, <laughs> even in the pandemic times. where I try to not do that. Yeah. But, so, uh, any big and exciting new news yet, or uh, or, or lately you got or uh, anything new? Um... Well, it was 316 day yesterday, so.
1: Yeah, not, there's not much that's new. There's stuff that's ongoing. Um, I'm, I'm working on a graphic novel. I have to, uh, uh, I'm just kind of pulling my thumb out to get some, there she's whacked, patting me on the leg. <laughs> um, I, I have to, uh, I've been pulling my thumb out to try and get some work done on the uh, pitch proposal. Um, I have an artist we have a few sample pages Um, so now it's it's a matter of I have to put together the text so that uh, our our mutual agent can start pitching this thing to uh, publishers and um, uh, I have some other comic book stuff that's kind of been sitting here for a while that um, I need to um, I need to move forward with there's one that I almost hired an artist for and then I decided I would draw it myself and then I just I shut down kind of um, but it's a thing that I mean the first issue the script is ready to go it could you know somebody could be drawing this and I could be kickstarting it so I need to I want to get the graphic novel pitch out of the way and then go back to putting a little time and effort into that. And um, then there's other, I mean, there's plenty of stuff that's ongoing. The, the, uh, the podcast is ongoing three days a week. And um, you know, I'm uh, I've started streaming on Twitch. So um, that's kind of evolving. A schedule is evolving there. I'm doing a quiz show Monday nights. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, and uh, Monday nights at eight, we I'm doing a quiz show that I'm I'm calling uh, Ten Questions Twice. It's about an hour long. Two people, they each take ten questions. There's a, a score out of fifty-two, and uh, and then we're we're keeping a leaderboard. So we're two weeks in. Uh, four people: Phil Stamper, the president of wrestling, Shane Saber. Um, and then a couple of friends of mine, George Zadi and, and Chris Erickson. Um, so doing that weekly and then playing too much among us with the boys, the Ontario <laughs> indie guys. Yep. And, uh, I'm trying to, uh, as I start Twitch, there are things that like everybody is doing right. Lots mm-hmm. of people are playing among us. Lots of people are playing geo lots of people are showing wrestling. Um, so as I get more and more into Twitch, as I get further down the road with it, I'm trying to differentiate the content I'm putting out from other people. It's, you know, it would be one thing to just show indie wrestling. Um, but wouldn't it be better if I were showing something that I had some connection to or that somebody I knew had a connection to and I could get them on the line to talk about it as we do it. Right. Oh, yeah. As we show it. So that, that kind of thing, um, just to tweak things a little, I don't have to, you know, you don't always have to, you know, sh- have some earth shattering new discovery to, to be putting out solid contents, but, um, but I would like it to be at least a little different. Oh yeah. Yeah. And- so just, you know, crap like that <laughs> that's that's what's <laughs> occupying my time oh, yeah. uh
0: mostly these days yeah personally i watched my first uh twitch stream the other day uh popped in uh who was it uh ben ortman was playing a football game i'm 40 okay. years old i barely know what tw- what twitch is i just yeah i just sign up and i follow people like yourself and others and i'm like yeah all, well, all I, well i'm pop for- I'm yeah.
1: 50 and I'm broadcasting on Twitch. So I have almost <laughs> no idea what I'm doing uh, emotes and, and badges and bits. And I don't know any of that stuff. Oh, yeah. So, you know, hopefully the content is good on its own because the, uh, the the supplemental digital stuff is, uh, I, don't, I don't know anything about that. What do you look? She's looking at me like she's going to attack my foot. <laughs> I just I kind of shooed her out from directly underneath the chair and giving me a look here. Oh yeah. Uh <laughs> well, What about you? I mean,
0: you've been doing this for how long now? How many episodes of this podcast <sighs> have you put together? Um I, mean, I think I'm at 159 now with the one I I've, had, I've had done. I've been doing the podcast since 2016. Yeah. But for my first 2 years it there was no consistency. There's no, like, I took an entire summer off. Yeah. One in, one year, one year, because I got a wife. I got four kids. I got family. <laughs> four kids. Yep. Come hey, on. Hey man. Yeah, I do. Uh, two boys. Future two, people, people need goes. parking spots at the
1: mall. Nobody needs four kids.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't try for four. They just kind of showed up. So oh, yeah, listen, Hey, man. I think it's. I think it's possible
1: <laughs> for us to directly chase, uh, trace back from their birthdays to something you did. They didn't just oh, yeah. show up. There's not, <laughs> not a. Not a. There's not a long legged bird just knocking on your door with a bundle in its beak.
0: Yep. You did. You. You know exactly what you did. You filthy bastard. Oh yeah, I don't know if it's the Irish or the Catholic, but eh, one of those kicked in. Irish? Um, oh wait a
1: minute! I'm sorry. Listen, I have to apologize. You're Irish Catholic.
0: You? How do you only have four? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw a nice doctor. Doctor named Doctor uh, Vladders uh, We talked. We talked about the Leafs, and then I smelled burnt hot dogs for two hours, and then uh, then I left his office because I fell asleep. Yeah, well,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> wearing, wearing, uh, wearing
1: ice <laughs> underpants. Oh, yeah. uh, my um, One of my tag partners in Pittsburgh years and years and years ago was uh, a guy by the name of uh, Sean Patrick, who uh, had wrestled as the Orange Dynamo, just like a masked, mostly jobber gimmick at one point. And then he'd become a referee. He was a great referee um but uh sean was also i shouldn't say was he is unless something's changed that i don't know about sean's irish dad <laughs> and uh and i, I remember bothering him tease i used to tease him all the time about how he had four kids and then his wife got pregnant for a fifth time and uh and we just teased him relentlessly could you just could you could you leave her alone for five minutes <laughs> Did you just what do you you know, she has a baby and you ask if there's a private room at the hospital, just leave her be.
0: Yeah. But- <laughs> uh my girls are uh, 14 months apart.
1: Yeah. Fourteen months. Come yep. on, man.
0: <laughs> Come on, you villain. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we 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 had a few conversations when when that happened. But what uh, I, yeah, I and- bet. I have heard you talk on podcasts about wrestling, but what I've never heard you ever say, how did you get into comic books and being an uh, artist?
1: Oh, uh, comics. Jeez. Uh, It's almost the same group of friends that first got me into wrestling. I um uh the editorial to so the first ever comic I published first hero number 1. Uh the first comic I ever bought with my own money was Wolverine number 1 in 19 what was that 1982?
0: Um, uh you want me to get it? <laughs> no,
1: no, I got my own, I got my own <laughs> copy, man. Um and I mean I had maybe maybe held three comic books in my life before that. Um but I, I picked that up and then I went back the next day and I picked up an X-Men and, and I was sold. It was just it was fantastic stuff. and uh, quickly became just um, it, well I, I, was, I was enthralled and, and quickly just wanted uh, everything I reader. Um, and very early, in that I decided that this was a thing that I wanted to do. And I, um, you know, like I had a group of friends in high school that we tried to make stuff. Um, you know, I was more into creating characters than I was into drawing. I would rather write than draw, I think. And maybe that's just a—it's the labor-intensive part of it <laughs> that I don't like. <laughs> But um, ended up going to college for animation because it was the closest thing I could find to comic books, and then uh, in the mid '90s started going to San Diego, um, thinking naively that you know just by osmosis I would I would be there and I would get a I'd get a writing gig with some or I could you know find an indie publisher for my uh, half-written script. I just didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know, and I I didn't have anybody um, really guiding me. Uh, and when wrestling took off for me, took off when wrestling for me <laughs> in '96, um, when I started wrestling more and more, um, I I put comic books away and I had I mean I'd been at a point where uh, a friend of mine and I had a handshake deal with DC Comics uh, for something and then you know handshakes worth the paper it's printed on it went away yes hello (laughs) and uh, here let me I'm gonna distract her with a treat and um, (laughs) But the, that that kind of went away, and and I didn't look back for a lot of years. And it wasn't until it's about two thousand and nine or two, I think two thousand and nine, I started going to um, start going to Fan Expo here in Toronto, the convention, the Labor Day convention, and I went the first time just for something to do on, on an afternoon and to see some people. I hadn't, there's a lot of people, even after moving back to Toronto, uh, in 2000, near the end of 2000, I was, I was outside of Toronto. Um, there were a lot of people from my days hanging around at the silver snail and, and trying to, you know, get something started with comics that, um, I hadn't seen in a long time. And I just went, cause I knew they'd be there. And, it started me to thinking that I wanted to write again. I was feeling my brain atrophy at work. Just, you know, uh, just a zombie day job. And I decided to start writing again. And uh, it took a while to build into something, but that that turned into uh, The First Hero, which was published by uh, Action Lab in the States. And um, that turned into more and more and it's been slow the last couple of years because I've been doing other things and I have been working on this graphic novel which has required a lot of writing and rewriting and uh, a couple of other projects that that won't move forward until this one does um a couple of like long form scripts that are sitting here um but I think this year and next year there's there there will be more material that sees print out of me both graphic novel stuff that comes out through other publishers and and comic book stuff that I uh, I kickstart myself oh yeah so yeah it was all a matter of Claremont and 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 Frank Miller uh, and Wolverine and then uh Claremont and and Cochram and uh, and Paul Smith and, and and the X-Men and seeing it and thinking it was really freaking cool and thinking, you know, like most things that you <laughs> that I see that I think are cool, I wanna try them.
0: Oh yeah. Some things that I just can't this was <laughs> what I wanted to do. Oh yeah got a second got laggy for a second there oh okay yeah just there we go okay we're back up good oh yeah oh no just um i just find it find it uh, funny that uh you said uh w- wolverine and it's literally on my nightside table right there i'm uh i'm rereading the graphic novel right now
1: <laughs> oh okay yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, um many many moons ago. I'm
1: trying to think of what year it would have been. It would have it would have been mid 90s. It would have been like 95, or 96 maybe to um, to host a couple of panels at um uh what would it have been called at that point? It wasn't Toronto Comic Con. I can't remember what the name of the show was now.
0: Oh, there's been so many, uh,
1: uh, I think it was paradise comics that ran it at, and the Congress center had, yeah, but the Congress center had just been built at that point. Like it was, this was one of the first events that went in there, I think. And, uh, and one of the one of the panels that I got to host was a uh, a Sunday conversation with Chris Claremont, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so like for forty five minutes, I got to I got to ask Chris Claremont questions and t- help him take questions from the audience, and it was really great. So oh, yeah. uh, um, they say don't meet your heroes, but yeah, sometimes it's okay.
0: Oh yeah, it's like. Uh... One meeting you at uh, fan expo, I think three years ago now, was very very cool. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and then I see you at a wrestling show. Oh, and then I I I I see you at a wrestling wrestling show in the London Music Hall. So I'm like, oh yeah, wait a minute. That was that is a (laughs) damn. I like that venue. I
1: really like that venue. Oh yeah, it is a Um, great venue.
0: Yeah, um
1: I I hope if and when Smash comes back that they uh, they hang on to that venue because uh, uh, production-wise, I mean, there the infrastructure there, the you know, the the video wall, oh yeah. It it, it the, the the layout of the place, it is it is top-notch. That's where if you have to film TV as an independent wrestling promotion, man, that that is probably spot number one for me on the list
0: oh yeah it is a fantastic venue and i'm not just saying it because oh my hometown's the greatest i've seen wrestling shows in uh hamilton okay (laughs) some some of those venues are not the greatest it just
1: oh yeah oh Oh, i've been in some terrible terrible places um but I've also, you know, I've I've been in, I've been in National Guard armories and Eagles halls and uh, Royal Canadian Legion halls and fire halls. It's uh, it, it all. It still amazes me from my time in the states that every fire department, every local fire department, seems to have like a, a rec center attached <laughs> attached to it that they rent out for weddings. <laughs> Different. Uh, um, but i've also i've also been in, in uh i've also been in uh, like warehouses and um, outside of bars and bars with uh not, you know bars and nightclubs with too low a ceiling that you'd think for professional wrestling i'm i'm trying to think of where would be the absolute worst place that i've ever will probably be there was a um, I was talking about this with some guys the other night there was um a gym like a like a weightlifting gym in uh in uh southeast of Pittsburgh I think it was in Elizabeth Pennsylvania and um uh we got to this place and it was basically this cleared out area in the back of this gym that they had set up a ring the the promoter had made a deal to set up a ring and 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 use it as as a school which was a sad enough idea i was like if you if this is where you trained i feel bad for you uh but a bunch of us got there for this show and we get shown to the locker room and it's the locker room for the gym so clients of the gym are walking in and out And we don't have, we don't have, we didn't bring locks. Nobody brought a lock, because I mean, when are you ever in a a wrestling event locker room, and you have to worry about people walking in and out? You just don't. They, nobody's allowed in and out. Well, this they couldn't shut down the locker room for us, so there was no way we were going to just leave our stuff. In this locker room, or even in a lock without uh, in a locker without a lock. So the first match was a tag match. It was me and my partner Black Cat against Shirley Doe and a kid. I want to say uh, Mike McGrath and uh, Chris Wood, who was a pretty uh, well-known ref at the time in the Midwest, was our referee we all all of us went to the ring um, if we had put on gear with our with our bags <laughs> with our bags and put them at ringside so I got this little wheelie suitcase and I put it at ringside I'm wearing I think I'm wearing like I don't think I bothered to change I was wearing a t-shirt and uh, and and jean shorts and I had put on my boots. And um, the bell rings and Shirley Doe looks at me and he reaches into his back pocket and pulls out his wallet and says, do you have change for a 20? (laughs) To which I reach into my pocket and go, no, all I've got is 20s. So the referee, Chris Wood, reaches into his pocket and pulls out his wallet and says, it's okay, I've got two 10s and that was the opening spot of the match is us making change because <laughs> there was no damn way we were leaving our stuff unattended
0: oh no because there's yeah that's my my lovely dog okay yeah i hear yeah i i i know it's just uh yeah this is <laughs> it's a <hey>, life. <laughs> yeah, mine's gone back to her chair. <laughs> ah, good. Yeah, yeah. That threw me off. She never barks. <laughs> I, I have a husky, so she does that. Arr, arr, arr. She never actually barks. Yeah. Kind of curious what's going on. Ooh, maybe a package came in. Um, mm-hmm. if you noticed over my shoulder, I kind of collect a few things and I put oh, an yeah, order in. yeah. I've, yeah. Been, I've been waiting. I've been, been waiting for one particular guy. I've been waiting to get for 2096. 20, so,
1: 25 years. Who, yeah. who are you waiting for?
0: Uh, do you remember the show Beast Wars? Yes. Transformers? Yeah, yes. the purple dinosaur Megatron guy.
1: Oh, okay. All
0: right. I, I have him uh, coming in. So I'm like...
1: Well, I, see, I mean, I, oh, yeah. I obviously, I see Devastator there. Oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, it looks like, it looks like Voltron to one side. I can't yep. tell for sure. Okay. Oh
0: yeah. I got yeah. Voltron over there. I got a couple old singles. I got the, just got, just picked up, uh, this guy. Oh,
1: okay. That's the, yeah. The beast Wars Optimus. Yep. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I'm a, uh, I'm a beast Wars fan and they just re-released all the, all the figures. So that Beast Wars might be the last. Yeah, Beast Wars might be
1: the last Transformers cartoon that I bothered to watch.
0: Oh yeah. So I've I do recommend checking out the new one that just came out on Netflix. Okay. It's um much more adult than all the other ones are. Okay. Like there's death and there's yeah. Repercussion to actions and there was
1: there was death in the Transformers movie, but Optimus, they rebuilt him or whatever. Yeah,
0: and he turned into like an, av- an alligator spark. and then a zombie, <laughs> and it's like all the '80s goodness, goodness from cart yeah. uh, the cartoons. There. Here's because... the thing I've
1: here's the thing I've never liked about Transformers. Okay, here's the one thing that yeah. always bothered me. All right, so in the original miniseries, when they show when they show any, or in the movie, when they show any of what was going on 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 Cybertron before they, four million years ago, right? Is uh, Optimus still looked like the Optimus we know, right, in robot form, but he transformed into like a space train or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, yeah. So, so how, how do you have how do you have the chest that looks like a Mack truck, but you transform into, you know, uh, 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 the s- space train? So that that you know, and, and Star Scream looked like an F eighteen turned into a man. But
0: I got this one. Oh yeah, yeah,
1: Stars, and, and then that
0: yeah. Star Scream's my guy. And I got this one. Oh, very good. And I'm dropping shit because that's great that's for okay. uh, starscreen audio show I don't know. It just. Um, oh yeah, yeah.
1: We're keeping it. Al- we're keeping it alive for audio. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm just dropping, drop, dropping shit. I like this guy because they put his actual like chest from the yeah. Just as the rockets on the back. We don't know what to do. Do do with the actual plane mode eh, just, oh yeah hey just, just put it on the back part
1: it's easy for me to draw a plane and then draw a robot that looks a little like a plane but then some poor underpaid toy designer has to actually turn that into something functional so
0: oh yeah just like um the one thing that bothered me was megatron he transformed into a turning into a, into a gun yeah it's like yeah i'm a science guy i'm like that doesn't work how does does?
1: hey everyone this is adam hayes host of schwa wars podcast i've been involved in independent wrestling here in ontario since 2006 and i can't think of a better way of entertaining the masses right now than with this podcast we don't only cover pro wrestling but we cover everything pop culture as well as a variety of fun and unique show concepts that make us different from the rest. We dispute, debate, discuss everything with a variety of guests as we rank, review, and rave about all things pop culture from the past and the present. So if you got a spare minute, or several, why not check us out today by going to anchor.fm slash schwa wars podcast. That's anchor.fm slash schwa wars podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com Slash Wall Wars, so don't wait and check us out today.
0: Does he shrink the space between atoms to get smaller? What's going on there?
1: Okay, if you listen, (laughs) have you ever have you ever watched Mystery Science Theater three thousand? A few times, yes. Yeah, it says it it, just like it says in the theme song. Hey, it's just a
0: TV show. Sit back (laughs) and relax. Yep. So, it just that's the one thing about transformers that's always kinda, kind of kind of bothered me No, hey I'm listen like, mm. i'm i'm there
1: with you my problem my problem is design choices so mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my problem is continuity and des- you know in your storytelling and design choices so i i would i would have liked if you know Optimus looked completely different uh, in in his Cybertron history oh yeah
0: and and, and okay. I can fanboy out and say well he was Orion Pax before then and he did look <laughs> different but and then he became got the matrix and uh, it's a it's a whole thing um, <laughs> because, I know I
1: I'm one of those guys that I will I will
0: delve into uh,
1: into you know like the continuity and the canon of something I like but then I see, then I'll see people who like delve even further into mm-hmm. it, and I'm like, ah, "Come on, what's the matter with you?" You know, yeah. <laughs> I I completely blind for my own unnecessary nerd behavior, but oh, yeah. yeah, like I'm, um, always ready to judge others.
0: <laughs> like one of my my previous interviews, I interviewed uh, Chris Welch. He has he has one of the largest Transformers collection. And no, he has mm-hmm. the the largest Transformers collection in North America because okay. he can't. There's Japanese collectors that have the like dia Clone and all all that yeah. stuff. And talking to him, I thought I I knew a lot about Transformers. Nope, he's just like pulling out references <laughs> from like, oh well, this guy was made oh. with these wheels, and I'm like, oh man, this is so over my head, and I'm like. There,
1: there will always be somebody who knows more than you. Always, uh, you have to you have to invent a thing to know the most about it.
0: <laughs> and I'm not that creative. Um, my
1: uh, <laughs> it, my my friend, uh, my friend Danny, Danny Zaball was the artist on uh, the the uh, second volume of uh, my comic, the first hero, and. Um, so Danny started doing comic conventions with me. And whenever Danny does a comic convention now, I think, I think it's to feed his Transformer addiction. He will, like, I mean, Dan will do a few uh, commission sketches and sell books. And then, um, you know, for the most part, he is turning that money around. And I just, I know... I know on on the on the Friday or the Saturday, maybe maybe the Saturday of a convention, there's going to be a time where Danny just looks at whoever's next to him and says, "Hey, can you watch my table for a while?" and uh, and he wanders out into the convention and finds another transformer, and i I've seen him I've seen him come back to to his artist alley table, with just the biggest shit-eating grin, and. Uh, and some uh, transforming robot toy in his hands so yeah not a not a problem for me if uh if if you're uh, if you're growing your collection
0: oh yeah just like um i love telling collectors like that oh yeah i found a metroplex for 50 bucks at uh (laughs) costco what yeah yeah Yeah, that's just you trying to hurt people's
1: feelings god yeah
0: oh it's great that's oh too far. and i gotta say i love being called young young man i'm never no normally i'm not the uh younger guy on the uh, show so yeah well um, hey listen
1: <laughs> hey <laughs> calls him likes i sees them.
0: oh yeah and then everyone's like oh you don't you don't look 40 and i'm like yeah i feel f- older than 40 yeah yeah uh, <laughs> yeah i'm i i'm i i'm there i know so how, because, how did
1: you how did you get into wrestling?
0: How did I get oh as a fan or yeah. how did I promote a show? Like no, let's talk about fandom first. You did not oh, fandom? You and promote uh, a show and then become a No, fan. no. Uh WrestleMania 3 build up. That's where I totally bought in. Cool. Like uh because I got to actually well, I'm I was born in Welland on, on Ontario. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad knew Andre the Giant's cousin, so I got okay. to meet meet Andre the Giant as a little little kid. There is a picture around there somewhere of him taking over our entire couch. Um, yeah, and one day I will find it when I go through my parents' stuff because I ain't going 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 through their stuff. It'll take weeks. Um, just old photo albums and and whatnot, and trying to find one one picture. Uh, from three kids from 40 years and dogs and family and their parents' photos. I ain't doing that. Yeah. Um, But my fandom started with a buildup. And uh, when Andre the giant broke, uh, broke the chain off, 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 off of Hulk Hogan. Yeah. And he got, he got, got uh, Jesus in there in evolved. Well, as a six year old Catholic kid that crosses the, crosses the line right there. So that's how I started watching uh, WWE. Like Very my good. dad was always a fan, and it was in the background. But that's the one I I watched, yeah. and then uh, WrestleMania six, uh, Ultimate Warrior and Hogan mm-hmm. uh, made me a fan for life. Did you uh, Did you go to that show? Uh, no,
1: because.
0: No? Um, yeah, no. Uh my uncle did. He got great seats and showed me a bunch of their photos after. Yeah. But I've never been to a WrestleMania yet.
1: Oh, you had two chances in Toronto. Come on, man.
0: Yeah, the second one, um I'm an idiot who discovered girls at that time and I wasn't really watching wrestling hey, when man. it happened. Hey, hey, You're discovering
1: oh, yeah. the opposite sex. Discovery, discovering discovering <laughs> an interest in I shouldn't say the opposite sex cuz I don't want to leave anybody out. Oh, but yeah. discovering an interest in uh, in mating, yep. uh, that's not that's not a problem. Go for it. But oh, yeah. uh I'll, I'll tell you, I went I've been to uh, I went to both six and eighteen. Yep. And uh <clears throat> WrestleMania six, uh my my friend uh Alex was t- for weeks before him. weeks, weeks, weeks trying to get me to go. Hey, let's get tickets. Tickets are going to go on sale. Let's go. Let's go. And all I could think was, oh, man, that's that's such a bad idea. Wouldn't you rather stay at home and watch it? And then you're comfortable and, you know, you can hear the commentary and everything. And then, and he was so sad, but I convinced him. Forget it. We'll just watch it at home. And then the morning of WrestleMania, I called it. Hey. You're going to kill me, but let's go to WrestleMania. <laughs> and then he cursed at me for a while and said, okay, well, let's do this. Where are we going to meet? And I was living in, I just moved to Oakville uh, from Scarborough. So we met in front of uh, union station right downtown, just walking distance from, from Skydome, Roger center, whatever they call it now. And, um, we had barely walked. We had barely walked fifty feet when we found a scalper who was selling uh, what were supposedly partially obstructed views for fifteen bucks. Oh, wow! Boom! Got it. But there are one hundred levels. What it was? See what it is? Was uh, it was. Um, in the section or at the back of the section in the 100s, like the field level seats where the hard cams were. So there was no obstruction for us. We're far enough up that, you know, the 100 level that the cameras weren't in our way. It's just, those were going to be the last seats they sold. So we're sitting there uh, and the, uh, the dark matches go out and I'd swear it was, I think it was Steve Lombardi and somebody I can't remember. Um, but I, I turned to look at something or I was watching the match and all of a sudden Alex tapping me on the shoulder and there is a sky dome attendant, one of the ushers and she's standing there and I'm like, okay, what the, what's wrong? Are we in, tr-? I thought to myself, are we in trouble? Cause we bought tickets from a scalper. I think it was the first time I'd ever bought tickets from a scalper. <laughs> and, um, and, and, uh, he says to me, uh, this lady wants to know if we want to move to better seats so because we were behind the cameras they traded our tickets for tickets on the first baseline and i think in the 200 levels which are like the nice cushy seats mm-hmm. skydome oh yeah. and uh and yeah so we uh for for 15 bucks we got what were face value 75 seats and remember this is what 1989 i want to say 19, no 1991 1991 something 90 90 okay, 90 okay let's get my math straight here it was, <laughs> yeah uh, 1990 and um and we watched the show from there it was fantastic it was great in uh for wrestlemania 18 um my my friend paul and i went and if you ever see me at a wwe show usually uh when nxt does a takeover i'll go or on rare occasions for but usually for the nxt i'll go i'll always post pictures of uh, my instagram of me and uh, my friend paul Uh, he he used to wrestle as uh as major punishment here in ontario years and years ago but we'll go to shows he and I went to WrestleMania 18 together and that day it was, we were lined up outside waiting to get into the sky dome. It's this cold, dreary March day. And it's like raining just a little and you're down there. You're not too far from the lakeshore. So this cold wind is whipping in on you. It's just gray. And as we start to go into the building, he's like, he just shaking me by the shoulders. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. We're getting in. Are you excited? just no. (laughs) what do you mean what do you mean you're not excited how can you not be excited he said he said listen man it's in in a couple of hours this place is going to be filled with seventy thousand people and they're all gonna they're all gonna be wet and and clammy it's gonna smell like a wet dog in here (laughs) and uh i was absolutely wrong because it only took an hour for that to happen so it was just <laughs> – now the, the problem the, – uh, the big reason I didn't enjoy WrestleMania 18 as a live experience, though, is because of where we were sitting. We were sitting along the first baseline, like not too far, you know, a little further towards the outfield than I had been 12 years earlier. But um, we were sitting – it was either the first or second row – of the 100s which for a baseball game would have been beautiful but for wrestlemania with 30 rows of floor seats in front of you so that every time anything happens and those 30 rows worth of jerks all stand up suddenly you're lucky yes yeah standing up hands in the air you're lucky if you can see you know people's heads in the ring so we basically spent more than three hours sitting in our seats with our heads turned to the right and looking up at the jumbotron and that's a crap way to watch a wrestlemania absolute crap way to watch the show so yeah so that's when i promised myself that i'd never be in a crowd that big again unless I were the center of attention
0: <laughs> <laughs> and for the then, most part I've kept oh, that yeah.
1: I've kept for the most part I've kept that problem oh yeah
0: Uh, what was the last pay-per-view in Toronto the Survivor Series I think it was that's the last that's the last yeah, yeah um
1: a- Sur- Survivor Series that was yeah. August of 2019 and uh that's actually when i revived the wrestlers union um everybody i knew going into uh i knew going into that calendar year that survivor series was coming to toronto and i had started to have thoughts about uh you know there's going to be a bunch of indie shows around town why shouldn't i be one of them and yeah uh Planned and after five years away, brought back the wrestlers union for, for that show. Um, and then that was the, what we, we ran the Wednesday night. Or the Thursday night. I think we, I think, no, we ran the Thursday night. Yeah. You were the Thursday. Then, uh, because Smash I, was running Friday. Yeah.
0: I'm pretty sure I went to the union show and I, me, yeah. me, me, and a buddy took the weekend, and we and we just hit up a bunch of everything we could possibly yeah. do, and just took a did couple you, of days uh, off.
1: Did you go to the event center? Did you go up to the um, event center to see any of the uh, Smash shows? Smash and WXW and. Um, OWE I used to work no at same. the
0: rec room, so I've seen Smash a oh. few times, and I okay. don't. Yeah, I yeah, don't recall. That. Which ones I saw because it was two two years ago now, but I know I saw one at least. yeah. and pretty sure we went to Union. Yeah. Uh, wait, was that the year they did the Smash Pro progress? or was that last year?
1: Yes, yeah no, the 2019 it was that that was the week of Smash yeah. versus progress, which yeah. uh, I was there for that show. I cut promo on that show. That was Wednesday. So Wednesday, I cut promo. Uh, Thursday was the union show. Friday was uh, smash. And then Saturday, I just, I, I think I just slept. Good. <laughs> oh, no, wait a minute. No, that's a lie. Saturday, I uh, I think Saturday I went to NXT. Yes, Paul and yeah. I went to NXT. And then Sunday was the pay-per-view. And, Sunday, and that weekend was also a, a street festival here in town. Taste of the Danforth. <laughs> so I went went there, grabbed a bunch of Greek food, came home watched the pay-per-view. Oh
0: yeah. And yeah, I love seeing NXT Live because just I don't know what it is, but the crowd is just different.
1: Yeah, it was and, a fantastic show yeah. too. That was um uh Gargano. I want to say it was Gargano and Cole, or no, who was it? It was Adam Cole and somebody. I think it was Adam Cole and, and, and Johnny Gargano in, uh, in a cage. I think was.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll be honest. That weekend, I drank a lot. And, yeah. Ah. <laughs> hey. uh, two, two married guys in downtown Toronto from London. What do you think we're going to do? We're going to drink. We're going to smoke. We're going to. Yeah. Oh, but my favorite, one of my favorite moments. Uh, the people. At Survivor Series, the two people behind us, they were talking. Uh, they were talking French the entire time. Uh, yeah. My my French is bad, but I can understand what everyone's everyone uh, is saying. And my when well, my buddy's like, "Why do you keep laughing?" Oh, because that girl is saying the most horrible not horrible, but the most sexually ob- obscene things that he's, she's going to do to this guy after, after, after the show. And I'm just like, just kind of not trying <laughs> to look over my shoulder to see what's going on. But she was, and she was not being quiet because she thought nobody could, uh, could under understand her until the very end of the show, me being my smart, smart, self, bonjour, Jim, Apel Justin, uh and I'm innocent. There, I've never seen someone's jaw drop like that in my entire life. It was so so awesome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, yeah, that but that show that was uh, Cole and Gargano two out of three falls, and uh, um what I think the cage I think the cage was the third fall. It was uh, yeah. Oh, they, know, look at, looking at Wikipedia here. I think uh, they first it, fall uh, was a singles yeah. match uh second fall was a street fight third fall was uh barbed wire barbed wire steel cage match there we go there just to because yep. i know there's somebody who's listening who n- knew that without looking it up and they've been yelling at their radio for the last couple of minutes
0: oh yeah and well i i got you for another 10 10 minutes here okay first, uh and first thing i want to say is where can people buy that wonderful, wonderful book?
1: Ah, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Austin 316, 316 facts and stories about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Man, that title is too long. Um, <laughs> it's written by Michael McAvenny, published by ECW Press. And a fantastic little digest of, of, of stuff of uh, some random, some very relevant stuff about Steve Austin, which I did a dozen illustrations for. It is available pretty much anywhere books are sold. Um, ECW Press is a really widely distributed uh, company. So um, I know that from their website, they tell you that you can get it from Amazon, from Indigo, from Barnes and Noble, from uh uh, bam i think that's in the states um
0: and if if somebody wants to get a signed copy from anthony kingdom james where can they find that
1: well that's what i would suggest if you go to my website you can go to rutgazer.com you can go to handsomegeniusclub.com you can go to a thousand and one days.ca it's all the same website uh (laughs) all roads lead to me and um, in the menu at the top, you'll see shop and um, and you'll be able to uh, purchase the book from me right there. Austin 316. And I will uh, I will sign that to
0: you, for you, at you ever. And
1: uh, there you go. Bob's your
0: uncle. Oh, yeah. And now what I love doing at the 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 end of the show here is always doing the Gilme talks 10, which is 10 either or questions sent in by listeners of this of this show. Okay. And let me just reach the paper. Because I I'll be honest, uh my my secondary table got stolen. <laughs> homework. Stolen. For homework. It's okay. Okay. So, <laughs> the kids doing a project. They didn't want to do it at the kitchen table because mom and dad uh, looks over their shoulder. So yeah. All right. asked and I'm like, yeah, whatever. All right, uh, and this is my my fancy way of uh, picking uh, questions. I take the pen. stick take it here. Okay. okay, apples or bananas? Apples. Ooh, hot sunny day or the perfect winter day?
1: Oh, winter day.
0: I am. Not, I hate.
1: I hate summer. Summer's stupid.
0: I'm not a not a hu- uh, humidity guy. Yeah, like I I I I can do 25 and nice. Like a nice breeze hanging out at the beach. Yeah. But take that humidity and send it to Florida where Bill. Bill anything Bill, above anything
1: yeah. above 22 23 degrees is a waste. Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, sunglasses or hat? Uh mm, probably hat.
1: Probably hat. I mean, I'm just talking, I'm just talking about comfort and fashion uh sunglasses for for uh for functionality sunglasses though i don't often wear them but if i were just if it was just what are you most likely to see me wearing hat (laughs) burger or
0: hot dog burger sweater or hoodie hoodie judas priest or iron maiden neither uh, what's your musical? Oh, musical I like I, li-
1: I like rock, but I'm just I'm not I'm not I'm not big on, uh, you know. Right. I mean, okay, occasionally you'll occasionally you'll hear me singing "Run to the Hills" for no reason, but yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody um, does. But I would rather uh, a better question for me would be um,
0: Beatles or Stones.
1: Yeah, Beatles or Stones, and I'll I'll go Beatles.
0: Yeah. So you would like the short career but memorable over 78 years and not never going away?
1: every every <laughs> musical artist you like will uh will burn out eventually. Like I love Sting. Yep, but I don't care about new Sting stuff. Oh, no, because no, it's I just... don't care about it. get get uh, get get the first two possibly if you're lucky three albums from an artist and you're done right like i mean who needs a new acdc album for the love of god it's the same it's thing it's the same album all the, uh, and, and 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 no offense to anybody uh, currently still on the planet but uh, you know acdc went to hell uh, when when uh uh do I want to say Bon Scott? When uh, Bon uh,
0: Scott was the first singer, Brian. Yeah, when, Bo- when Bon when Scott
1: when Bon yep. Scott died, I mean they may have had more commercial success uh, and even bigger commercial success afterwards. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm a Bon Scott guy. Not oh, no, yeah. no offense to Brian Johnson,
0: and also Brian Johnson is uh, he has a very distinct voice, but. He doesn't really have a singing voice. He just him be doing Brian Johnson things.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: yeah. And my buddy Jeff is going to yell at me for that later. Uh,
1: (laughs) Well, you deal with the fallout from that. Oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) My show, I'll be dealing with it later. Slippers or barefoot?
1: Oh, uh, almost always barefoot. Yeah. If I'm wearing if I'm wearing socks, I'm one percent at least one percent less happy than I could be. (laughs) so slippers are slippers are I uh, for me I will I would rather wear slippers at work and I started doing that in the winter a few years ago where I bought a pair of like really simple dark really really dark blue navy blue uh slippers because I couldn't find black and I would I would get to work I would take off my boots I put on the slippers and is the most comfortable Holy crap, I could oh, yeah. not have been more comfortable. And everybody that was, everybody else that worked at the bar was like jealous, approaching angry with me because I was comfortable and I would often show off, Hey, I'm wearing my work slippers.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> work slippers is yeah. the best line I have heard in a long time. Work slippers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Shower or bath? Shower. Bath. Bath is just a big bowl
1: of human soup. Who wants that?
0: Me? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, but I'm six foot two. I can barely fit 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 into most tubs.
1: Yeah, I just I don't, don't want to sit there.
0: Ooh. Uh Gum or candy?
1: Oof, depends on the candy. I mean, Reese's peanut butter cups count as candy. So if yeah. it's gum or Reese's peanut butter cups, sure. But if the choice is gum or Skittles, then gum. Skittles are <laughs> awful. People who like Skittles are bad people. Just just get a tea, just get a tablespoon and a fucking bag of sugar.
0: Skittles my, are terrible. My buddy's wife's favorite
1: candy is Skittles. <laughs> well, <While> she's wrong. <laughs> She's wrong, and she nope. she should she should be reeducated. <laughs> <laughs> they, there must uh, be some kind of skittle reeducation camp somewhere that we can send oh, yeah. her
0: to, and oh, hope so because I I agree with you. Skittles are awful; they cause they cut your cheeks. You're just chewing on them, and they're gross. Them.
1: They're just gross. Yeah.
0: Okay, cake or pie? <sighs>
1: cake. Absolutely, cake. Yeah, I mean, there's very few pies that I really like. Um, but uh, and uh, but no not chocolate cake. I don't like
0: chocolate cake. You know what I what I've been Carrot enjoying? Cake. Carrot cake. Carrot cake is wonderful. Yes. But I've been re- the older I get, the more I enjoy coffee cake.
1: Yeah, coffee cake is
0: good. Like that's like one of my favorite things. Like I will just make yeah. it. Bin, and I'm the only one who likes it around here. I think so, a,
1: a good a good uh, uh, banana bread or pumpkin bread. Those those Ooh, yeah. Those are those are cake. What's uh, You're not you're not going to make a delicious. sandwich with banana bread. So it's not bread.
0: <laughs> Actually uh if you get two slices, put peanut butter and bananas in them. It's delicious. Yeah, but that's I'm not
1: saying. that's not a sandwich. <laughs> that's that's happiness that's that's, that's a that's a
0: that you're just icing a cake sideways now oh yeah yeah and number 10 and i saved this one particularly because i i know you're a comic book guy superman or spider-man
1: oh spider-man absolutely no not a question about it superman okay here's the problem (laughs) here's the problem with superman all right he's too powerful oh yeah what are you you gonna do how do you he's he's indestructible right the only things the only things you can fight superman with are kryptonite and magic or a red sun or get inside his mind and destroy him just like just you just more more, (laughs) more plots more less plot should be about build or uh build a, a a kryptonite powered robot and more of them should be about um uh, blackmailing him <laughs>
0: but and that's kind of more of we, them more yeah. of them should be more of them should be about emotional uh emotional blackmail uh and what is a the one the one story that was written by uh Guy who does League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Um, Uh, Alan Moore. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. The last Superman story, and I think it was 84, 85. That was probably my favorite Superman story ever, ever written. Yeah. I I like
1: Superman because, you know, when it comes down to it, if you're, quote unquote, if you're all powerful, then um what is to what what is to keep you from uh straying from the straight and narrow and you know like uh, the old line of uh, uh power corrupts absolute power corrupts absolutely what keeps superman from uh from falling off the wagon and just becoming a a global dictator and people have done stories uh superman pastiches that have been like that um oh yeah uh, um, in on i think unstoppable injustice? i think on uh yeah. well i i just mean not even with superman with uh with superman like characters oh, okay but with uh with peter parker you are starting with the very relatable uh you know angsty teen geek you know he's too smart for his own good and too nerdy and and then he gets power and when he gets power it corrupts him that corruption leads to his uncle's death and now he has survivor guilt or just you know just, or just plain old guilt and it it's driven him for years and years into his adult life uh to remember his uncle's words that we great power comes great responsibility and every life he saves every every happiness that he gives up in his own life um to to help others is because one time he he was selfish and look what it cost him uh so i like i like the flawed character I like stories about redemption and in the end every Spider-Man story is a story about redemption because he, he has a weight on his shoulders that no amount of good deeds um, seems to lift. Oh, yeah. Otherwise at a certain point, wouldn't you just say guy? I, I need I a quit. Break. <laughs> 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 Let break. Let somebody else do
0: this but we remember the storyline when he did quit.
1: Oh sure, um, he's he's quit before, but Oh yeah. How long eh. does it last? How long does it last? He if you if you know you can do good but you don't, you're part of the problem. And Peter Parker refuses to be part of the problem. Oh yeah. So with Superman
0: and... it's just eh yeah, you know I uh, I think he's a kind of a I think DC holds on to Superman because he's hey look what we have the big three Superman Wonder Woman and Batman well but but everybody everybody kind of relates to the more human human characters and watching a god try to be human.
1: Yeah, I, I like that aspect of it, but uh, I maybe it's me. Maybe maybe I'm lacking something in my ability as a writer. I've just I don't know how long I could write Superman stories for. I don't know how long I would be able to sustain um, enthusiasm for writing stories of a guy who, you know, like, I mean, the worst that happens to him in a day is, is he he leaves a really expensive suit in a phone booth, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but with Damn. Peter Parker, with Peter Parker, that kid screws up all the time, whether oh, he wants God. to, no matter yeah. how hard he tries, life uh like he's 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 Charlie Brown with superpowers, <laughs>
0: you know and so, on on that note right there where can uh, can can people people have find you
1: ah you can find me on uh, online as i mentioned a little earlier um, all three urls lead to one website rutgazer.com handsomegeniusclub.com and um, 1001days.ca that's for my bucket list video project that's about to restart Um, They all lead to the same website and on all my social media, I try to brand all my social media the same way. So uh, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, uh, Twitch, and with uh, my Patreon account, you can find all of that at my name is kingdom, any of those websites at my name is kingdom, and uh, you will you will find me and please, for the love of God, go to the Patreon. Go to the Patreon for as little as two bucks a month. You can help me keep making podcasts and videos, and whatever it's other...
0: really, really fun. I'm yeah, same, guys, i just i i i just i just joined up. Yeah, because, and uh, and uh, yeah. and
1: I ruined your childhood instantly with a with a <laughs> dirty Sesame Street
0: cartoon. The reason I joined, I I, I I joined up. I I had to see the next yeah the next panel. And That's what it, it's there for. And I'm not going to uh, ruin it because guys, you got to see this for yourself. It is. Yeah, awesome. it's,
1: it's worth two bucks. It is. It's it worth is two bucks to see the filth I drew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Once uh, again, thank you very, very much for the, for the time, sir. And we definitely have to uh, do have to do this again.
1: Yeah. Thank you for asking me. And thanks for hanging in there while I was wishy-washy about getting it done. Ah, <laughs> uh, You're
0: you're fine. <laughs> hey guys. I told you that was a fantastic fantastic interview and I just want to say thank you very much to for Anthony Kingdom James giving me the time. And I had a lot of fun talking talk talk, talk talking to that guy. And I loved his answer for Spider Man versus Superman, because I think the exact same 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 other thing. Doing the Gilme Talks 10, 10, 10, 10 with him was really, really fun. And thank you guys for listening all the way through. Go follow him on all of his socials. He's very active, and he's a funny and smart dude. Makes me laugh all the time. Go check out his uh, Patreon, too. And join up like I did. It's 2 bucks a month, and it's quite, I, I would say, def, definitely worth it. There are higher tiers, but that's the uh, starting tier there, and I think it's awesome. And I just want to say, go check out batsinthebelfryart.com for any gifts you need for anybody. Rob to 5.9 for your graphic dip or design needs. you want to see an upcoming tattoo artist, go check out at Solid Designs. Yeah, that's it. That's all All, all my stuff I I got right now, guys. And the Johnners Network, so happy to be a part of that. The OIW Podcast Network, as always. And Canadian Wrestling Network. I'm happy to be a part of all of those. Spread the love of wrestling. Spread the love of podcasts. And just have have a good day, guys. And I'm, I am think I'm going to go check out that local cannabis store if, if it's... Uh, if it's all all already open, because it's fun, and why not? Support uh, we're supposed to support local, local, right? And you know what I think I'm uh, gonna do, actually, guys. I think I'm gonna go pick up some fancy donuts this afternoon and surprise surprise Catherine, but shh, don't tell her, <laughs> because. I really dropped the ball on Saturday it was supposed to be our uh, date night and I feel really guilty about staying late at work she totally understands she totally gets it it's just one of those things that I got I gotta make up because well she's my wonderful wife and I love her and she backs me up no matter what I do so go check those guys out and Oh, go check out uh, Good Brother Morning on the Patreon because those videos that they're dropping, it's $6.99 Canadian a month. Just to see Joe Dog Hallam freak out and run away from a bat. I I think they put it on the, uh, the Instagram, but the videos for that show is amazing and I'm absolutely loving it. And this week's call to action, guys call tell somebody that you normally don't that you love them that they mean something to you because this i've been doing this more and more i have friends who i have known for years that i have never told them they're a huge part of my life they inspire me and i gotta work on expressing my own feelings like I love my wife, I love my kids, I love my friends. I just got to say say the words more. That's it. Because I have friends who I would climb climb mountains for. All they got to do do is ask and I'm there. So go tell somebody in your life you love them. Go be that good 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 person. Take a minute for yourself. Take care of yourself. And remember if you see somebody yelling at a 16 year old for just doing their job, tell them to go 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 fuck off. That's what I do. Alright guys. Talk to you to you in in a few days, maybe a week. I'm gonna try to get the driving talks done going again, get the walking talks going again. Because I love doing it. I love hearing from you guys. You ever want to message me, reach out. Go check out the merch at the launch cart store, and have a wonderful day. Bye, guys.